We are on Chaf Hei Amabez in Chagiga on 25B1 in the Archville Gemara. We are moving on in the different cases of the Mishnah. We pointed out in the Mishnah that an Amar, somebody who is not knowledgeable in the laws of purity and impurity of Tum and Tara, they are believed to tell us if Kodesh, if food that's used in the service of the base of Megdash of the Temple is pure or impure, they are believed with, they, with regards to that throughout the year because of the severity of Kadshim and also because we want them to be connected to the base of Megdash, to the service in the Temple, and we don't want them to uh, to to go somewhere else, that there will be fighting going on, they, they, would, they wouldn't like us because we reject them. And as a result of all these different factors, so then we do believe them. After all, there's a good chance that it is also Tahar. It's not just uh, that we think that it's actually impure, but we, we believe them, and then we assume that it is Tahar, it is pure. However, when it comes to Truma, we only believe them to tell us that Truma is pure if it is during the wine-pressing season or the oil-pressing season, and they are not believed for the rest of the year. So the Mishnah says, an interesting case where let's say you have one barrel and you have both Kachim and Truma inside. You have both Truma, which is given to the Kohen and has to be eaten uh, in a state of purity. And Kachim, which is the service, the food that's used in the service of the base of Megdash, they're, com- they're all in the same barrel. We say that just like the Amaritz is believed to tell us about the Kachim, that it is pure. So then in that case also, even if it's during the rest of the year, not during the oil pressing season or the wine pressing season so then we would also believe this Amaaretz when it comes to the Truma and the reason for that Rashi explains is because it would be a Bizayan to Kachim it would be a disgrace to the Kachim to say that you know what we have lower standards for Kachim even though Kachim is a lot more holier it's more stringent than Truma in general so as a result of that we don't want to disgrace Kachim so we'll say that we we uh, will believe the Amaaretz to tell us that the Truma is also Tahor, during the rest of the year, only if it's all in the same barrel. Only in that case where it's all in the same barrel. So the Gemara says as follows. They're going to quote a Mishnah, which at first glance is irrelevant to this discussion, but we'll see how it is connected. Tanan Hasam, it says in the Mishnah, There were people who everyone would go to the base of Migdash for their Pesach offering, and when they would travel, there would be something sometimes which is called the Beis Hapras, a field where there are people buried in the field, but there was people um, people would thresh the field, and then there was concern that there would be bones in different parts of the field. The way they buried back then was it wasn't, uh, the burial was very close to the ground, it wasn't uh, so far down, it was close to the ground, and if they threshed the field, then there's concern that there will be pieces of bone throughout the field, and then you'd become impure, as long as it's the size of uh, of some of barley. So then, it would it would make somebody impure if they were to touch it, if it's even just just by touching it. In order for them to become impure by going over it, by standing over it, it has to be the size of an olive. A little bit more than that. That was not a concern. The concern was just that. They would be uh, touching it with a, a smaller size, the size of barley. And so there's a concern that there's bones going around. If you knew of a field and you had to go to the base of English, so what would you do? So we say there's a way to check. And the word thing explains exactly how do we check. But there's a way to check for these bone chips 
for those that were making their way to the base of Migdash. But we do not rely on this form of checking. We'll, we'll explain exactly what this checking is in a minute, but we don't rely on this form of checking. When it comes to people when they want to eat truma, let's say they're passing by this field, we tell them, you know what, if you're going to pass by this field, the, the way that we check when it comes to bringing your Pesach offering, we will not rely on that when it comes to truma, because we'll just tell you, Rashi explains, when it comes to the Pesach offering, it's now or never. The only time you can bring the Pesach offering is on Pesach. So it's a day or two before Pesach, you're traveling, and you come uh, across this uh, this field, so better will tell you, there's a rabbinic, we say that there's this rabbinic concern that there's bones in different places with, we don't know about. So we'll tell you a, one way in which you could check. It might not be the ideal way, but this is a, one way you could check so that you could pass through this field. You had to pass, the, the situation is such, that you had to pass through this field. However, when it comes to truma, there's no specific point in time where you have to eat the truma, where the Kohen has to eat the truma. So we'll tell you, if you're passing by the field, okay, so we'll be concerned for this uh, tuma, for this impurity. The person will become impure for seven days. They'll go through the process of becoming pure again, and then they'll have the truma. So there's a big difference between Pesach and truma. By Pesach, it's uh, it's, it's now or never. By truma, that's not the case. So we won't rely on this checking when it comes to truma. My Bodkin, so just what do we mean by checking? What exactly does a person do to check? So there's two uh, two uh, two different options. Amr of Yehuda Shmuel. Shmuel says, A person has to uh, blow on the ground as they're walking to make sure before they get to the next step to make sure, excuse me, to make sure that there are no bones in front of them. So that's one form of checking, just to blow on the ground to make sure that uh, that there are no bones right in front of you, and that would be fine. The second opinion says, The second opinion says, a person has to check to see uh, if this field was trampled upon by many people. If it was trampled upon by many people, then the chances are that if there's any bone chips, it's probably not even the size of barley. It's so small that so many people have walked on this field. So what does it mean to check? It means to check to see, have many. does it look like many people have walked on this field? And if it does, then we're not really concerned because if there is a bone chip, it's probably very, very small and it does not transfer over the impurity. Okay, those are the two different ways to check. And again, this checking only applies to the Korban Pesach when you're passing through this field in order to bring the Korban Pesach, but it does not apply to Truma because Truma, we can tell you, wait a week and then eat your Truma. We can't say that for Pesach. And Neymar explains, Lo se Pesach lo emidu divrayim b'makom kares, lochle Truma emidu divrayim b'makom misa. For the Korban Pesach, uh, we'll tell you that this is only a rabbinic decree and uh, to not bring the Korban Pesach is a violation of if you if you don't bring the Korban Pesach, so then the punishment is kares. It's uh, it's a serious violation. It's a serious punishment of kares. And so we say it's better for you to go through with this form of checking rather than not bringing the korban at all. So go through this form of checking, especially since it is time sensitive. But when it comes to truma, that's not the case. So far, no real connection to our mission, but we'll see the connection in a minute. Ibailhu, they inquired about that case. What about the following case? Let's say a person is going to bring their Korban Pesach, and they're at this field, and they have to pass through this field. So what do they do? They do this checking. They either blow in front of them, or they check to see if it was trampled upon by many other people. So in the end of the day, they pass over, no pun intended, they pass over the field to bring their Korban Pesach, to bring their Pesach offering. So the question is, now that they went over the field, they pass over the field, so then are they now allowed to have truma? Could they eat truma now? Or do we say that no, that 
they can bring the Pesach offering, but they still have to wait seven days in order to eat the truma, because we have to be concerned with regards to the truma that they are really impure, even though they went through this whole checking process, because maybe the checking process only works for the carbon Pesach, but not for truma. So that's the question of the Gemara. The Gemara gives, brings a machlokas, two, two different opinions. In fact, it's one opinion and his son, father and son are arguing. Ula Amar, Ula says, if you check the carbon for the carbon Pesach, if you pass through this field, checking by blowing or by seeing if people trampled upon it, many people have trampled upon it, so then we say, just like you're allowed to bring your carbon Pesach, you're allowed to bring your Pesach offering, so too, you're allowed to eat Shuma. We're not going to divide between the two. Once one is allowed, we'll allow the other one. Rabbi says, his son, No, we will divide between the two. You're allowed to bring your Pesach offering because you have to. It's time sensitive. But with regards to truma, we'll tell you to wait. Wait to have your truma. Wait uh, wait seven days, go to the mikvah, and have your truma after you go to the mikvah. So now in that case, this whole question really is relevant to our Mishnah. As we're about to see, Amar Leho Saba, there was, an, there was a certain elder who said to Rabba Bar Ula, to the son, don't argue on your father Ula, because our Mishnah is really in support of Ula. Ula said that once... It's uh, it's a good enough checking for one for for the Korban Pesach for the Pesach offering, so it'll also be viewed as a good checking for the Truma. How, which Mishnah? Our Mishnah. Why? Because the Mishnah says, "Amari Frashti Lesocha Ravis Kodesh Neamana Ama Midem Mehem and Akodesh Mehem and Ame Truma Achanami Midem Mehem and Apesach Mehem and Ame Truma." Now, what did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah said that if you have an Ama Aret who's usually not believed for Truma when it's not the right season, but if they say that for Kodesh, then they are believed. And if it's all in the same barrel, Kodesh and Truma together, they're all in the same barrel. We say just like they're believed for Kodesh, they're also believed for Truma. Why? Because we don't want a situation where it's a disgrace to the Kodesh, to say that we're going to have lower standards for the Kodesh and say that for the Kodesh, we believe the Amars to say that it's pure, but not for Truma. In all in the same barrel, we wouldn't say such a thing because we don't want it to be a disgrace to the Kachim. So we'll say that the Amaretz is also believed for Truma. Even though it's not the right time period, we will still believe the Amaretz. If that's the case, so the same thing should be true in this case of, of the Korban Pesach. That the Korban Pesach is also, it's also a form of Kachim. It's also a, a, a service in the base of Megdash. And if we're going to say that, you know, passing through this field by checking, because there might be small uh, bone chips in the field, and if you do this form of checking of blowing or by seeing if it was trampled upon by many people, and that works for the Korban Pesach, for the Pesach offering, for you to say that that, that wouldn't work when it comes to eating truma, that's a disgrace to the to the offering. That looks bad. For It looks very bad. It looks like you're having lower standards for the Pesach offering. And so in that case also, we should say that just like it's, it's not about belief, but it's about a process, about a process of checking. And if that process of checking works for the Korban Pesach, for the Pesach offering, to just blow on the field or check to see that it's it's been trampled upon by many, if that works for the Karim Pesach, and you went over the field. So we wouldn't tell you that it would work for Truma from the onset, but if you already did it, you already passed through in it, and it's for the purpose of bringing the Karim Pesach, so we'll tell you that it also works for Truma, because otherwise it would look like a disgrace to the Pesach offering. Okay, that concludes that section of the Mishnah, and in tomorrow's recording, we will go on to the next part of the Mishnah.